0: Hey, hey, stay. How's it going?
1: Hi, Adam. It's going well. Enjoying (laughs) another evening in London with the kid to sleep and, uh, yeah, ready for this hardcover live. How about you?
0: (laughs) Uh, Pretty good. Just, uh, um, yeah, getting ready for the release this week. So I've been like uh, taking the the weekend off to kind of prepare because. I feel like I'm more energized if I go into the week with like, you know, not having worked on things all weekend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, It's coming up
1: uh, for everybody watching out there. We've got our Product Hunt launch on the 30th, and uh, it's a pretty big deal because uh, we haven't done one uh, since two years ago, and Product Hunt is... Product Hunt uh, is the place uh, where products like ours get discovered, and is the place where many of the things you're probably using right now have launched. And yeah, that's what what we've been preparing for, and it's been it's been fun. It's been fun. Aside from
0: yeah yeah, aside from that, what
1: have you been up to lately? Uh, well, nothing much just parenting uh mostly uh my kid entered what they call the fourth leap in uh perception or something like that where you're able to like tell events f- from one another and uh, yeah, it's like uh, up until this point, it was just like separate things like uh I don't know if I might move my hand like this. It would be like two separate stuff, my hand here and my hand here. Now it's a whole event. So it's like, whoa, waving. <laughs> so yeah, that's been very, uh, very exciting. Yeah. And apart from that, I restarted learning French and Japanese on Duolingo. Mm. Yeah. So it was also that.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. How is that? So for, for, for French, at least, like it's using the you know, the alphabet. How is How have you found learning Japanese on Duolingo? Does it use, like, Hiragana, katakana? Yeah,
1: yeah, it uses that, and there's a separate place where you learn the actual characters, and I have, like, a little notepad where I'm trying to scribble all of them uh but uh, i think they changed it because i i started learning it uh, about 3 years ago as well and then i dropped off uh and it was different it didn't uh, feel like this well put together but now it's uh, pretty uh okay uh so you get the structure of the words and yeah you can also uh practice the actual characters themselves
0: nice
1: yeah I'm just starting out. With French, I'm a little bit more advanced because I I started like eight years in uh, high school, but yeah, it didn't stick. So I'm kind of like trying to, yeah, relearn it. How about you? Did you ever (laughs) learn any French or Japanese for
0: that matter? Uh, I took seven years of Spanish because I grew up in Florida. So it it made sense to to learn uh, Spanish as my secondary language. And... A lot of it stuck with me. Like, I still know the basics. Uh, like, I'm able to understand maybe 25% of what my wife's family says. <laughs> nice.
1: Okay. That's more or less anything. But,
0: uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, for fun, a couple of years ago, I started learning Japanese, too. And uh, I was using uh, Wani Kani for it. Um, okay. Which is, uh, I think it's... Yeah, you have Wani to link it to that yeah it's a uh, it's it's more on the kanji side, so I was like really interested in being able to read it or being yeah. able to like read manga or be able to read like a video game and uh it does like spaced repetition of kanji and so like if you get something right, it schedules it farther in the future for the next time you review it than if you get it wrong so it it uh it kind of keeps track of knowing like what you need to learn and focus on the most okay well that sounds really good yeah it, it does, has it um, has like sto- it has like stories for every character like so like for um i think for fire for volcano or something like it, it has it tells like the uh there's this idea of radicals in kanji where it's like each like little sub symbols that make up a kanji so it's it kind of Breaks it down into like a kanji has these three radicals, and here's the story of these three radicals and how it, the result of that is this kanji. Oh, so it's a good a uh, memorization it, device.
1: <laughs> yeah, I never could get those, and I'm a little bit scared of advancing because that's where I got stuck last time, and I totally like blew it because I didn't like uh, spend any time on it for three years. So yeah, definitely link me to that. Uh, that's good nice apart from that other like uh events stuff you've been up to places you've
0: went Uh, this weekend was FedEx here in salt lake which is our big like comic book pop culture convention kind of like comic con or something like that it used to be called comic con but then they had to change their name for legal reasons (laughs) but it was it was fun it was like i don't know ten thousand people at a convention center and lots of panels and um dealer's room to walk around and buy stuff and food trucks so it was a it was a fun weekend or saturday yeah
1: that sounds fun i mean lots of stuff happening in salt lake especially in this like uh, space
0: yeah yeah it uh my, my favorite panel ended up being there's a youtube channel that I watch called uh, Cinema Therapy where it's these two guys on a couch. One of them's a therapist, one of them's a director. And they break down a movie and they talk about like, they talk about it from both a director's like point of view and a therapist's point of view.
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay. Wow. Leatherbox must be like all over that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so they did a a live show where they broke down their relationship in uh, the Star Wars prequel between Anakin and Padme and, like, the the good and bad of that relationship, most, mostly the bad.
1: <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, I'd be interested in seeing that. Yeah, I guess for a psych- psychologist, yeah, lots of uh, stuff to, <laughs> to dig into there. <laughs>
0: it's, it's, a good, it's a good channel. Definitely recommend it.
1: Yeah, I've already searched for it. I got it in my tabs. That's nice. Yeah, that's perfect. What do you want to talk about today? Should we go over the hardcover launch maybe? And uh, yeah, talk about next steps from there. And I was thinking uh, because uh, last week we did that exercise for the discussions, um, maybe we can either continue that or maybe do that for the authors and, Maybe even the profile pages, maybe you can dig into some stuff there. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I was thinking about uh, launch stuff for sure. I know like you've been doing some work on the homepage. I was wondering if you wanted to chat about some of the homepage updates for the launch.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can go through the homepage and show people what we're planning to uh, put up live in production. Let me see if I have the (laughs) tab open up. Here it is. Uh, Just a second so I can share this. Okay. Share the entire thing. Here we go.
0: Yeah, does it show up? Um, Let me see, I went full screen, so now maybe it doesn't. Um, oh, wait,
1: maybe I have not showing up. Well, okay.
0: There we go. Something's happening. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Here we go. Yeah. So this is the new hardcover homepage. And last week we've talked about how one little word can change your whole perception and your whole decision about, am I going to sign up to this? Is it really trustworthy? Am I going to spend time? And especially, you know, thinking that we're an app where people invest a lot of time. So you have to import your library or you have to build your library. That's, I guess, at least one, two, or a couple of hours even of effort they have to put into just setting it up. So thinking about that, that's like the, big insights that we've used to uh, build uh, this uh, new homepage. And uh, as you can see, we have a new headline, which is "Book Smart." Uh, so the thing with this, and I hope, uh, and I'm actually curious how people perceive it is that uh, we've been searching for a lot of like ideas on how to present hardcover. So it's either find your life-changing book or find or the reader's social network or track books and you know whatever the technical part of building a library is um, but uh, we've been peddling all of these options and we wanted something that's short nice but also leaves a bit of the mystery so we're not just saying we're a social network or we're a place where you can track your reading because we're all of that. Or we're a place where you can discover new books by looking at other people's libraries or by uh, asking jewels or, or uh, by, yeah, whatever uh, means prompts or through discussions that we're working on right now. We're all that, but we wanted something that would be punchy and, you know, make you think, Okay. Let's see what this is about. So kind of a hook. So this is the hook. Book smart. <laughs> so book is actually like a verb here. So you book smart. So you actually like do all that. But it's also a wordplay. So then there's a subheadline which actually tells you what you can do. You can build your legacy library, share it with the world or not, because you know you cannot do that. And find new bookstreet. Then we got these. Four boxes. Then a new thing you're going to see, which is uh, similar to how Leatherbox presents uh, movies the trending books on hardcover. Um, And here we're going to have the top books of the. I put here the last three months, but what do you think, Adam? Should it be the last three months or should it be more uh, maybe. you know, the last month or the last week even.
0: What if uh, What if we keep it like this, with three months but then on the right-hand side where it says popular books in the last three months, we have like uh, three months is like a link and there's op- also a link for um, one, like one year and all time and this yeah. could go to this could go to the trending pages for three months, one year and all time. Either that, or they could change what's here on the homepage if we wanted to make it dynamic.
1: Yeah. I think just the link would work great. That's a great idea. So we leave three months here, but we also put the all time and, uh, the, was it the one month? The one year. One year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because three months is like our, like shortest,
0: uh, timeline. Right? Yeah. Yeah, as we get more readers, I think it'll make sense to have a one-month, but right now there's it, it would be like jumbled up because there would be a lot of books that might have one save at one month. So three months yeah. is enough time to even like the hundredth one has a couple saves.
1: Yeah, and I love it that we actually have a book that I haven't seen anywhere else, uh, which is Legends and Lattes, uh, and I love that's in the top. <laughs> Is it? I think it's still number one.
0: I think or, it got knocked down to, to number two okay. on our 3 months. just recently.
1: Okay, competition. I love that. Okay, then there's a missing image here, but you can actually see it on the current homepage, and there's this section which is presenting the core of what hardcover is. Um, then, I mean, by this point, people might think, Okay, so I get what Hardcover does, but I'm already building a library elsewhere. Maybe it's on Goodreads, maybe it's on the StoryGraph, maybe I build it on Notion or in a CSV. Uh, can I import it? So we have a section here. Is Jules like carrying books from another place that tells you, okay, you can actually import now, and this is a link to the uh, sign up page where you go through the onboarding. So you know. I can import then of course, you know, something that's very important to us as our mission, which is the thing that started this. Uh, I was doing a recap on Twitter and uh, this is like part of hardcover lore. The moment that, you know, you Adam got so uh, pissed off basically that Goodreads discontinued their API that (laughs) you actually thought. Let's freaking do this. So, yeah, talking about our mission. and uh, I love the the,
0: the Saruman Amazon. Like, that's (laughs) that's like it's literary and it's on brand. Like, it it satisfies multiple use cases. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, I put it there like really, really small. So, you know, we don't get sued, hopefully. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, hoping we don't get sued. If anybody notices this or listens to this, please don't, like, tell Amazon, I guess. I mean, they wouldn't sue us. On what grounds?
0: Do you think <laughs> somewhere in this mission, uh, would you want to include a link to our manifesto here rather than the, the Discord?
1: Or... Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think it, I feel like it could go either way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I'm going to replace it because we have a Discord link further down next to our team, so yeah, it makes sense to have uh, the manifesto here rather than uh, the Discord link, so I'm going to remember and replace that, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, So now you see, you know, we're on a mission, you should join us on this mission, and then we have a little section that tells you, okay, uh, we actually need to keep the lights on. So what you can do is, uh, if you want to help, uh, us build hardcover you can become a supporter. And, uh, this is the new supporter section, uh, which is a bit shorter. And, uh, it has, uh, the things you're going to get here. This is, should be a link to the supporter page. And uh I also made a nice graph of uh, jewels in a rocket to you know signify the heights you will take as a supporter uh, which is uh, mainly about the part of the book stats and the ability to create prompts and edit books and all the other features we're planning to include in this uh, in this plan so uh, yeah short to the point. Uh, about what uh, they, can, they can get. Uh, then there's a blog with the latest few posts. Um, this is our blog, basically. Uh, and yeah. Then you have uh, two sections where you can see the other things you can do on Hercover because we have some like NISPT tools that uh, people can use uh like Bookle or ask jewels which is uh our open our the uh book finding uh companion and uh over here I was thinking this little uh uh rectangle uh we could put the actual Bookle latest cover pixelated uh, in here yeah. it's actually a div so yeah uh where is Thanks. it the 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 yeah, it's, where the hell is it? Other stuff you can do. Uh, yeah, I didn't delete the previous ones. That's why I'm ha- having a hard uh, job finding them. But yeah, well, you'll have to trust me, I guess. It's a div. So yeah, uh, I was thinking this could go there and the ask jewel, so I ha- actually have to. So this is the dark mode. Uh, I have to remember the, to change the color on the OpenAI logo.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then there's the current theme and the join us on Discord link. Um, and then a few numbers, so you can see the top genres on hardcover and Uh, the number of books associated with uh, each one. And these would basically be the ones that you can also see in the explore genres. Sorry, it's working a little bit slow. But yeah, just have a little glimpse of what you can actually like dig into. Yeah, and I was thinking that could be it because... uh, you know, I'm guessing by this point, you've learned about what Hardcover is, why Hardcover was born, who's building it, and by this point, you would know, do I want to sign up or not? Um, maybe we should put... Well, you have the login button in the header. Do you think that's enough, or should we create another CTA at the end of the page what do you think
0: yeah, yeah i was thinking that that the bottom one the newsletter one what if we replaced that whole section with more of a like a a call to action to join and then that would just pull up the modal right right here on this page because yeah. i'm thinking i'm thinking that for the newsletter uh one of the things that we've kind of started to realize is that we want to send people, we want to send people the newsletter. Well, I guess it, it's a lot of the times we, I find myself when I'm writing the newsletter, wanting to use things that are only for subscribers. And right now we have subscribers and non-subscribers in that newsletter. So we kind of have to like split the newsletter and do some, some things just for users on the newsletter and some things for guests on the newsletter. So I I feel like if we kind of move towards the direction that everyone on the newsletter has an account, it would make things easier long-term. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fully on board with that. So definitely going to replace this with uh, CTA Um, because you're right. I mean, if you want to get subscribed to the newsletter, you can always create an
0: account. Yeah. and. Yeah, and when you do create an account, it automatically subscribes you, and then you can unsubscribe right away if you don't want it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, And uh, I had a question for non-onboarding users. Uh, So if you create an account but aren't
0: onboarded, you still receive the newsletter, right? Right now, yes, yeah. Okay. And uh, we'll have full control over that in loops to decide what we want to do.
1: Nice. Yeah, well, this sounds good. Do you see any other section going here? Uh, Did you feel like anything was missing?
0: Let me think. Um, I I do kind of like one section from our homepage, but I feel like it might be overkill now. like something that includes like match percentage. I feel like yeah. that's one one thing we're not like hitting on as much. Mm-hmm.
1: I could definitely create one of these and uh let's see. So right now this is our app. And if we go here, we have match percentage here, and we have match percentage there a little bit well it's not match percentage but oh yeah we actually have it here uh on with the rocket that i use for the supporter plan but definitely yeah let's create another one of these sections for match percentage yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. i was also going to say uh, maybe we can import you know, in the designs we have our featured prompts as well and uh, it doesn't include it just includes the covers but i don't know how difficult or if we'd actually like want that on the home page
0: yeah i mean i i like uh, i like that and yeah we could just use the same format that we show prompts on other pages because we we have that in the components. That one's really easy to add.
1: Okay, yeah, maybe then just add that in as well. Uh, makes a little bit maybe in between uh, here or in between here because these sections are boxed. And yeah, I kind of feel the need to add something in here, and it's not too too long, which is good. Uh, I was looking at other uh, mm-hmm. home pages, so let's actually look at loops or actually look at linear uh, and I wanted to see like how further down they go. So how much you have to scroll to, yeah, basically get an idea of uh, what the app is about. And uh, yeah, for linear, it's, the for loops is actually like quite, uh, <laughs> yeah, quite short and to the point. And yeah, I feel like we got there. We don't. I offer any unnecessary details because, yeah, those can also hurt. You know, it has to be like focused. And I feel like it's it's
0: going there. Yeah, like I feel like if we wanted to include a link to anything, we could include a link to. Um, we have this a, uh, Goodreads versus hardcover. Mm. Um, thing in our blog. And uh that one might be neat to kind of include somewhere, but I'm not sure where we would include that link. Yeah, it could be
1: either as part of a blog, like sticky posts. Like we have these, which are the latest posts, and then we also have a few sticky posts. So yeah. maybe two or three. So we have these three and maybe uh the goodreads one either in another column or like uh underneath treated separately what do you think
0: yeah i might be able to include it just the title too not like the full card
1: yeah that's true but yeah we could do that that kind of view and i think it might make sense to have it next to the hardcover blog um and we should definitely do more of those, maybe even in a like special format to compare to other alternatives out there, but yeah, Goodreads mm-hmm. is a big one that's the one we should be i guess uh yeah digging into
0: or or maybe the part where it says, import your library," and then you have a link to like how is hardcover different from Goodreads or something,
1: oh yeah, yeah, thank actually- you. Yeah, a piece of content here, so high cover versus Goodreads, would be
0: nice. Yeah, and then that just yeah just goes to the blog post, and they can yeah, it, it's it's kind of like people that uh, get to that point and just want to see the differences, they could jump there. Yeah, exactly. I'm
1: wondering how that post looks like uh mainly wondering if we can add a cta at the end of that post so they can sign up from there i'm guessing we can do that right
0: oh, yeah yeah oh.
1: yeah we could oh. here we go um, ah, i have to restart everything sometimes <laughs> that. well I'll just stop sharing
0: yeah go. yeah so yeah it's a right now this post currently has Um. This is kind of the end of it right now, where it's like uh you know, basically just a link to sign up, which actually this link needs to be changed, but yeah, it kind of goes over the full like breakdown between our, our two, uh, two sites. I'll, I'll have to remember to open and, uh, update this. Oh yeah, I think we have this is a lot be. more new things.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think there are a lot of people who are actually gonna look at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I think it's pretty much set, and I'm pretty excited. You know that it's a way more coherent vision of what we're doing, which we haven't like worked on in a while we focused on the stuff in the app, but not how we present it. And yeah, that's, I guess, equally important.
0: Yeah, I'm always like so hesitant to update homepages because it's, I feel like for one, don't do a good job of like doing, like uh, tracking to understand like what's good and what's bad about the current page. So a yeah. lot of it's based on gut feeling and what we hear from people rather than actual analytics.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a, a an issue with, or a, a hurdle, let's say, because it's also like on the challenge side with all startups. And I guess the instinct of uh, knowing what you want to present and being like sharp in that presentation is one, something you like build over time. So I think us just looking at our current home page, we kind of like realized, you know, maybe this isn't clear enough or this isn't uh, like to the point where this isn't like representing what we actually want to say. So yeah, there's always like space for improvement. Uh, and uh, it, it helps to, I guess like, Homepage op- optimizing is one of those things that, you know, you can do it on the data side, but even when you have the data, you know, it gets tricky. It's like the same, like, situation where you're you in when you're asking about product feedback. People will just tell you, eh, well, this doesn't work, <laughs> I love this, but, you know, you have to kind of dig into why. So,
0: yeah. 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 I was, I was talking with a, another book startup founder, I think like a year or two ago. And uh, he was saying that one of the things that they did before their launch, which was also really helpful, is that they added, um, I can't remember if it was like, uh, like, uh, one, of the, one of the things that allows you to like chat with a support rep. So like you chat with the, the people like right away on their homepage and then they got like random questions and things like that um which could be neat for for this i i uh i've never like put one of those on a site before so i don't have a strong opinion on it but do you have any thoughts on that well,
1: I, I was actually thinking that that could actually work uh, as uh, i first started thinking uh, what if we put like a feedback thing, like a floating element uh, that people can just tap and they can send feedback directly to us uh, or join the Discord or like, yeah, offer any suggestions. So kind of like we do with the roadmap, but without having to go on the roadmap site create an Mm -hmm. account, submit a thing just like in the app itself. I haven't thought about like actually chatting to us, so that would be neat, especially, you know, we're on both time zones. And uh, yeah, we've, I mean, we we could cover it. So maybe, or maybe not. The thing is, uh, it adds, like, we're not trying to sell. So for a software as a service site, I think it might make more sense. Uh, Because people want to know, you know, are you uh, covering this feature or are you covering this feature? I think for us, it might be more of a different ask. And
0: yeah, yeah. it's like I'm trying to think of another social network where I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to message the the founder and ask them a question. Like most of the time, I just want to try it out and, you know if i click with it i click with it if i don't then i leave yeah so i feel like like having that connection to chat isn't going to really be a make or break thing unless someone runs into like a big like error or yeah something like that yeah yeah
1: yeah that's true i think as long as we leave the link on the discord because they can we have a very active discord and they can like chat directly with us on the discord i think that should be enough. Else, it would be like yeah. going on leather box stands. Yeah, chatting with the founders. Well, nah, yeah, <laughs> or on yeah. Spotify or somewhere. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah, we, yeah could, we
0: can we can leave that out. <laughs> yeah,
1: we could. What we could do though is on the about page, because I think at some point, maybe even after this. Uh, we could uh, show more on the about page. Talk about our values. Talk about uh, our structure. Talk about uh, the things we do, and you know, hardcover as uh, not just the app, but you know, the whole uh, the whole thing. And uh, there we could uh, put links like scheduling links. Uh, so people can schedule time with us. So not directly chat, but maybe schedule 15 minutes mm-hmm. with us in case they want to uh, talk with us. That might be pretty neat. We could just put like a cal.com link or a Cal mm-hmm. link. And uh, I've seen this on the about pages of bigger companies, which wanted to be more transparent and open source. And at least, you know, We don't have, like, a ton of people who are on the homepage who might just uh, ask random things. Like, I don't know, we have half stars or stuff like that. That's what I would be expecting if we put that chat thing on the homepage. Yeah. Yeah. As long as we make it easy for them to discover the Discord and chat with us, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Especially, you know, if we plan to open source the front end because many of the questions are related to that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I
0: think, I think that, that's enough. Yeah. And yeah. Just, and maybe, and maybe over time we add, a like, a frequently asked questions page or something like that. Which, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that definitely could go in... A, uh separate page, especially as we're building hardcover out. I mean, I'm hoping that at some point it will be self-explanatory. We're lucky that people know what Goodreads is. Unlucky because it's a thing that does everything and being an everything app means we uh, do everything. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think it we're getting closer to that sharpness in describing ourselves, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I also feel like there's some kind of like hesitancy for people to embrace another Goodreads alternative because they've been almost like hurt by it in the past by oh. you know different startups who you know built something really cool, but maybe it, it still wasn't quite meeting their needs. So they, mm-hmm. they, you know, maybe that startup closed down and they went back to Goodreads. So I feel like there's a hesitancy to like jump to something that isn't going to be there in a year or two. <laughs>
1: yeah, That's a big one. Uh, do you think that, I mean, other than appearing like a solid product that's here to stay, we could do something to address that directly? Or is it something that should be implied more? I'm guessing, did we mention the export on the homepage? Because uh, Mm -hmm. I had someone recently asking me about the import from a CSV and uh, we ended up chatting about the export as well, which is important, you know, not to get locked in, into that platform. I think that's like. Very. Um, that's a trust uh, issue that, uh, if we allow exports, can be addressed this way. Do you feel like we should, you know, talk more about
0: it in general? Maybe, maybe not yet, because um, right now the only export is like it's basically a json dump of all of your data and it's not it's not in a format that you can just import into goodreads or import into another platform it's kind of like it's kind of like if you were to request a gdpr copy of your data from hardcover this is what we would give you it's it's kind of the whole kitchen sink of your data um but i feel like there is almost like a cleaned up nice version which you can import into a spreadsheet, which we would also want to provide at some point. And maybe once we do that, then we can um, let people know about it somewhere else. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, that sounds good. Um,
0: and yeah,
1: that's one huge problem. And you're right. They, there is this kind of like Stockholm syndrome for good or whatever you'd call it, I guess, for people who like, I mean, they rather like, just sit on Goodreads instead of yeah going on a network that they don't have like a certainty will be there in a couple of years. Yeah,
0: I one of the supporter features which I I really want to implement because I think it would be just a really cool supporter feature is the ability to sync your library with either Airtable or Google like a Google Sheet and have it like. Automatically sync your library to there, like just as you're using hardcover. So you you don't have to, you don't have to do an export. You don't have to worry about hardcover disappearing. You always have a copy of your data and it's always up to date. And if you wanted to, you know, use that in some way, like, you know, if you wanted to create your own graphs on it, if you wanted to, you know, inject it into your blog or obsidian or something, you'd be able to remix it in a way and have it fed by hardcover automatically.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds great. I mean, one.
0: when we'll have that, definitely
1: we should have a dedicated section because people with big libraries and people who really like give them about building their whole like reading experience, they're bound to look at that and appreciate that. <laughs> and I guess it's key to yeah us. Uh, really challenging, good reads. I think right now people like trust that we're gonna be here and we're gonna be here. What's like good about us is that, you know, uh, right now we're a team that basically has infinite, uh, runway. Uh, and yeah, that's, uh, you know, the main trust point I guess there are teams like some of our competitors that you know might not be in that situation so building a library there might be at risk of you know they run out of funding what's going to happen when you have a 50 plus person team that's kind of like an issue but yeah that's uh, I guess a thing we should use to our advantage, yeah. and at the right points, like talk about it, <laughs> when we've got like a good, strong, like the strongest set of features. I'm wondering like what other apps allow exports that you can,
0: I'll look into it. Yeah. Yeah. i yeah, I'm not sure, aside from. Goodreads and StoryGraph, which both offer a CSV export. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. And the book data. The book data. If we build a book, I mean, that's our like treasure chest, I guess, book data. So uh, being able to yeah, like fit it into other people's blogs or sites or apps, that's also going to be pretty the, the
0: major. Yeah, I uh, just for fun on my own blog last weekend, I did a. Uh, I decided to use the public API and just uh, added like this reading section and it just like you know, it just hits the heart of the API and shows my recently read books you know, just a list of the last hundred and then, you know, see the rest wow. on hard giver,
1: So Yeah. when we, I know you talked about that embed uh, mechanism. And uh, yeah, I, I guess we should totally do that and maybe make a page with embeds where you can embed different things into your website. I'm wondering, can we actually do that? So I would do like the... Mm, latest books spread embed latest books with a review embed or like latest reviews embed i think you have the latest books and books with review embedded right in your site as far as i could tell
0: yeah or just just recently read
1: yeah oh just recently read okay
0: yeah I'm guessing yeah. we could do that
1: with stats as well. I mean, have a nice little like window with some of your <laughs> stats, and I do like a page like Car Cover slash Your Profile slash Embeds, where you could uh, copy the code for all the snippets. I know you said you can do it via link, right? So you can we can actually remove the header, but I'm wondering if yeah, yeah, basically that would be it, right? so it would just be an
0: iframe or, or something similar yeah. yeah doing it as an iframe would for sure be the easiest way and it would it would at least give people something to show like if we showed um w- w- one way we could do it is like we're talking about for the the feed page having like widgets on the side mm-hmm. what if we made each of those widgets embeddable into an external blog or on your homepage on hardcover. So it's like, you know, here's what you're currently reading. Here's what you recently read, you know, we could use that same architecture.
1: Yeah. And that would mean actually putting every widget as a component on a page that doesn't have a header or a footer. And it's just like that component, right?
0: Right. Wow. That'll work. Yeah. Maybe when we, refresh that feed page, we can talk about making them embeddable at that time as well. Hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that would be a good time to do it. I'm guessing we we'll would do that after we implement discussions because uh, discussions are tied to the feed and while we're working on the feed, I'm guessing we'll have to integrate the widgets as well.
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, yeah, I think now that loops is integrated, I think there's only like some bugs I want to fix, and then it'll be jumping into discussions so that'll be it'll probably be the next the next big thing unless we want to like do anything else before that but besides cleanup, yeah, I'd jump
1: into it because um. There are a couple of other apps. Uh, I think even Bookworm had discussions uh, implemented recently. Or is it, was it just? I think they had discussions as well. Uh, Fable has discussions, so I'm really like eager to get our take on discussions because, uh, yeah, it's a really different and really interesting way of looking at it. Especially, you know, I'm waiting to see those connections that are made on a book that people are reading at the same time, you know, just uh, Mm -hmm. on that page, sharing your progress and seeing others reading that uh, same book and sharing their progress. I think that's going to be like really interesting uh, if we can facilitate that first connection of two people reading the same book. In different parts of the world and they just like happen to find themselves talking about the same thing at the same time that's gonna be like yeah what's uh, what this is like what we planned that'd be really cool yeah, yeah. that's gonna be nice yeah <laughs> but first gotta one... get yeah
0: yeah one uh one smaller thing that um thinking about kind of slipping in as well is uh, on Discord in January this year, they launched something called linked roles where you can like authenticate your Discord account with hardcover. So you would, you would click on a link in Discord. It would bring you over to hardcover. You would log in and say like, I allow Discord to have access to some data. You yeah. get approve and it sends you back to Discord, you know, on OAuth. And then on Discord, um, we would be able to store some data about the user. Like, um, are they a supporter? How many books do they have in their library? What are their top genres? And then we could automatically assign flair to people on Discord based on that. So we could have automatically synced Librarian Flare, automatically synced Supporter Flare, and things like that. That's,
1: that's going to be amazing, especially with the had a librarian role that's coming into practice. I'm really excited about that as well. So there's like a huge boost on the book data front. Uh, Yeah, definitely. That's. I mean, if uh, it's not such a like huge thing, we can definitely, that that sounds great. I'm wondering, you know how when you play something or when you, uh, some music or a game, it updates your mm. Discord status. I'm wondering if we can actually do that with books. Mm. So If you're reading something, uh, you can actually show it on your profile if you want. Would that be
0: interesting? We might be able to do that. Because I know I know like uh, API, you can kind of define arbitrary fields and think you can define arbitrary rules on what a role is made up of. So you can say, in order to have this role, you have to have this, this Boolean as a yes. So you have to have like the supporter Boolean as a yes. Um, But I don't know how the currently playing, currently reading, currently watching works, but that would, that would be really neat if like, you know, they were on another discord server and it said currently reading because that's what they've, they've set they wanted to show. Yeah. That would be really neat.
1: Yeah, I'm, let's look into that. Maybe it's a status we can uh, just like a string or something. Hopefully,
0: uh, <laughs> I know. You can when even I, show the cover. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, if I, I think it's tied with Steam, maybe because I've seen. I, I think I've even seen when you uh, when you're playing like Stardew Valley or stuff like that. I think it's like syncing. So I was wondering, you know. Uh, how that's that's possible and yeah maybe it's for Steam or some like other service but yeah. it definitely can be done. I'm I'm wondering if you have to be like a, something like an official partner or something like that to do it. But let's look into it. It might be like interesting if we're doing the whole like syncing of uh, yeah flares.
0: So that was kind of just a, a fun thing I started researching yesterday, and it ended up being um, surprisingly possible. So yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, I love these APIs and how easy it is to integrate them. I mean, yeah, we. I guess we should like our ideal version is us being
0: that for for books. Yeah, and I like. I like the idea that we don't have to do the real-time stuff. Like, what what happens on hardcover is kind of like the the etched-in-wood version of your history. You can change it, but it's it's there. While Discord is like the ephemeral discussions that might, you know, they, they come and go, but you wouldn't refer back to them. They're for the people that are there in that moment, <laughs> while yeah. the ones on hardcover are, are like, you know, you could start a discussion about a book, and that discussion could span years. <laughs> yeah, of new readers finding that discussion and engaging with it. Yeah, you don't really get that on Discord. <laughs> no, never.
1: It's about the architecture. I mean, it's not meant for that. So, our pivotal point is like the book page, because uh, yeah, I mean, book discussions work in many places, like Book Talk or Bookstagram, or I mean. Authors are being made like from nothing, and uh, book influencers are like being born every like, but you know, comes and goes. If I want to like hear about, they don't have like that book point, point of reference, and that's like everything. So, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, well, that sounds great. Yeah, well, we've been over a lot. Maybe <laughs> on that note, we can wrap up this,
0: uh, this session. Sounds good. I'll go uh, refill my tea. We just got a new uh, uh, boxu, which is like the Japanese treat of the month box. Okay. Um,
1: oh wow. Okay. Ah, oh, that's nice. I'm beginning to get some chai, like proper chai to make a chai latte because I got the espresso, espresso machine. And uh, yeah, that sounds great. What, what kinds do you have? Or is it like,
0: yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a new box of treats every month. It usually has some, some chips and salty things, some sweet things, some, uh, but they're all like from a theme. So like one theme might've been melon. Another theme was like sakura. Wow. Um this theme's more like fireworks and <laughs> things like that. So that. It's more conceptual and then they all all the all the edibles are based around that. So yeah. Well it's it's that, been fun.
1: <laughs> that sounds fun.
0: Yeah. I never
1: got one of those surprise boxes, but yeah, this one seems like the most fun I've ever heard of. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, we usually
0: yeah. don't even finish them in the month. <laughs> really okay so it's a big box
1: (laughs) yeah okay yeah I know I mean the thing is they have stuff to put in there I know you know I was amazed when I went to Tokyo and I saw the amount of like different flavors of Kit Kat bars that they have and I was like oh man we're missing out we are missing (laughs) out that's like yeah we only have chocolate and chocolates with (laughs) I don't know something. Yeah, they have that flavors well, like fireworks and well, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The melon
0: melon Kip Kats are my favorite. Okay, I haven't tried
1: those. I'm gonna I'm gonna research for. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Well, I'm gonna let you enjoy the the box. I'm off to uh, yeah check on the the baby and
0: uh, yeah talk soon. Sounds good. Talk to you okay. later. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye.